Hey, good morning, guys. I wanted to record a message this week, and it's very similar to last week, where if you enter into the desire, there's no power in the world that can keep you from getting there because you entered into the creative ability of God himself, and nothing can stop God. And so that really is I am. So if you viewed the world from I am, or I am already existing as this, so let's say it's health, you see yourself already in health. There's nothing in the world that can stop it because I am is the nature of God that will be forever and ever. Not I'm going to be or please God help me. I'm praying for you go. I am. I'm already perceiving myself as whole. I'm already perceiving myself as let's say somebody wanted a uh, hundred thousand dollars. You see that you're not going, Oh, please God. You go, I am. You're enjoying it. You're viewing the world as if you already have that. What would that sensation be? What would that feeling be? And the means or the how to you'll soon find yourself having it. That's it. And so I'm actually calling this is a, uh, you know, John 8 through 12, it's really interesting. I'll show you this. It says, I am the light of the world. And it's it literally says, I am the light, which is phos in Greek. And and we've seen right now that uh, everything is energy at the end of the day, like Einstein's famous equation, energy equals mc squared. Or if you uh, understand your your uh, junior high algebra, you take the the mass out. And if energy and mass are equals, they're, they're equality, you take the mass and energy, it ends up being light squared, which is interesting. It's just a constant because that's God, the nature of God. And so I'm really calling this, if you really understand prayer and the creative ability of God that God's given you, what all you're doing is when you go within in the narrative where it says, hey, don't, this, this, isn't, the, this isn't the prayer or the language of the first covenant outside. This is what you do within, within yourself or the virgin birth <clears throat> that rearranges literally the light atoms of the world to satisfy any desire. Like you can literally rearrange the light atoms of the world. And I'm going to share with you some of the interesting things here, but let me just, just show you John 8, 12 real quick. And uh, it's, it's, it's really interesting where it's in the context of the woman caught in the adultery. And through scripture, guys, the Holy Spirit or the spirit within is, is the woman. So he's personified as the woman. It's feminine. And uh, uh, in the story, the birth of the life of, of Christ within you, the, the birthing of Jesus literally comes out of the five harlots, which is interesting, the, or, or the adulterers. And the, the woman caught in the act of adultery is not a literal woman being caught in the act of adultery. It's, it's under, you've been caught, meaning I've, I've now experienced the intimacy within myself. I've ex discovered the creative ability of within myself. So I'm having intimacy with somebody other than my, a physical person, whether it's a man or woman, you know, this that when they drag the woman, there's nobody there. There's no man. It's only the, the woman that satisfies the desires of every man. That's the adulterer, how it's personified in scripture. But of course, the interpreters in the fourth century just took it and got wacky with it. So they made it into these bad things. But anyway, so once again, and uh, it literally, if you just say it, it just says a new, oh, there's a new, there's a new thing spoken by Jesus to the people that said, I am the light of the world. And that's ego, I may, the nature of God that will be for and ever is I am. And the light is phos. And like I said, science right now, it says everything that we see physically is literally just rearrangements of package of photons or packages of energy of light of the cosmos. And it's the world, but in, in the Greek, it says cosmos, an ordered system. How everything is ordered is the or rearranging of light, which is really kind of interesting to me. And so uh, I want to share just again, um, uh, and that light is, I looked up what it is in Hebrew. It's or, it's the light. It's this finished work of the covenant of the head of man is light. So it's the strength of the covenant of, of man. 
And so anyway, I wanted to just show you this Mark 11, 24 again, and, and says, I say that this is interlinear, so it's going to read a little different. Let me just actually, let me just go to, uh, um, let me just read it in English and then we'll do the interlinear again. But anyway, um, <clears throat> eleven twenty four. I just wanted to show you this again because there's. I want to share some really cool stuff that I, that uh, I was just reading and contemplating on this whole verse again today. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it. That's past tense, and it will be to you. So, equally or and, it will be. It'll. I, I am to you. It'll exist or become or I am to you. So believe you've already received something. In other words, uh, see yourself already enjoying it not asking God outside of yourself. And I'll prove you that's that's really not what it's saying. Because most people, this this word ask, ahiteo, really gets us hung up because we, the church has done such a great job of separating you from your oneness with God. And I find it interesting that really this came out of the fourth century concept where, where Christianity and Islam are really the two religions that teach separation of God. And they took this Greek idea of separation and ran with it. And the rest teaches you to become the oneness with God. And I think the scriptures actually say that as well. It says, we're not two, we're not three, we're one. I and the Father are one, and you are one. And the same glory that's given to Jesus has been given to you. If you go read all those scriptures, and, and then that's, I've, I've shared, don't have time now, but that the whole idea of this idea of separation and the, and the ameros, um, the separation from God, is a total mistranslation of the first letter of the alphabet. A in Greek means no or not. And if you go look at it, it says, from Hebrew, the first letter of the alphabet, singularity, oneness, what that would be. In Hebrew, guys, it doesn't mean sin at all. It means the two strengths of the both portions of the covenant are with you. And of course, in the fourth century, they translated, you're without your portion. No, you can't be. <laughs> you, the whole scriptures were celebrating the two beautiful love covenants, but uh, I don't want to digress. It's Genesis 1, guys. The very core of the scripture says, Aleph Toph. The strength of God in covenant of man is the very center of the scriptures, the two covenants, the physical covenant, the spiritual covenant. And that's where you see what was translated as sin is a meros. It literally is a, the same first letter in Hebrew, the finished work, the strength of God in the, the, the holy covenant, the first covenant, and the finished work of God in the spiritual covenant. <clears throat> um, that That's really what, what the whole thing is about. And so you're going to see this too. So whatever, it's anything. If you go look at it, anything, whatever. You ask for in prayer. Prayer is prosuke, and it's face-to-face -face with your wish in your mind. It's just have intimacy with something. But I want to show you this word, ask, and then lambano again, and then I want to show you some cool things. So if you ask, we get this idea like, oh, we're separate from God. Please, God, can I have this? But he might say, well, you can't find that anywhere in Scripture, guys. Like I said, it's always 100% accuracy. So let's look at this. To ask for oneself, to request for oneself. Now, it really gets interesting if you go reading all this, but then... Uh, it says this, uh, Professor Ezra Abbott in the North American Review, 1872, page 182, it says, this is not the constant word for the seeking of the inferior from the superior. That's how 99.99999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999
So signifies to ask for something uh, to be given, not done, giving prominence to the thing asked for rather than the person. So it's giving prominence to the thing that you're asking for, laying attention to what you really desire. <clears throat> so uh, it's really pretty fascinating. So I want you to get this idea that it's really you. It's not you going, oh, please, God, if it's your will. It's a, it's a wrong interpretation of John's 1 John. It says, this is your will that you'll get whatever you desire in prayer. So basically, it's it's you laying hold of something by yourself, by your, and the emphasis is on the desire, not the not you, an inferior, asking from a superior. So I know it's hard in English because English is just a, such a, a bad, really, to express these amazing things in prayer. So it says, whatever you laid hold of yourself and become face-to-face -face with your wish, so you're seeing yourself in intimacy, you already have your wish. Believe that you have received it. And that's aorist tense or past tense. And so I wanted to show you it's from this Lambano. And I promise um, I'm going to get on to some of these really, really cool things where it literally is prayer is when you when you imagine something, guys, when you go within what in the narrative where it says prayer is not the seed of external intimacy like the the pagans or the heathens. He's not talking about something less. He's talking about how all the the, the ethnicities are created. It's not that seed. It's a new seed that's within you. And it says the primitive from lab, meaning actively hold of, take or receive, properly to hold, to lay hold by aggressively or actively accepting what is available or offered, accept with initiative. The emphasis, the volition or the assertiveness of the receiver. Well, who's that? That's you and I. So it says, whatever you demanding within yourself, this is who I am. You laid, you aggressively go, this is, I've aggressively laid hold of. Emphasize the volition of you and I, the receiver, because we're we're receiving the benefit of of God in us, bringing us our, our deepest desire. And it literally is the idea that when we imagine something, guys, all you're doing because energy and mass are equal. What what people are not taught is know ye not that you're the temple of God and God is within you. No, they don't know that. They think God's out there somewhere seated at the right hand of the Father. Yet it says the kingdom and Jesus Christ is within you. They can't be two different places, guys. So I just, I, I, I think they missed the whole anointing within, which is Christ within. And it literally is when you imagine something, guys, you are literally just rearranging the light atoms and bringing it into that different choice into physical reality. That's you laying hold of desire inside yourself and the, and the assertiveness and the aggressiveness of you. And that is, I am this. You see yourself, these view the world as already having your desire and the means or how to will bring you there. And I just want to read you some really, really cool things, guys. Um, and the end is going to, I just think may shock some of you, but I think it's so cool. So the light of the world, I am is the light of the world, guys. I am is the orderly arrangement of all creation. It's the rearrangement of light atoms. I am the light, FOS, the photons, the energy of life is really interesting. So I've, I've read all this stuff to you before, but I want you to I just want to see, listen to the similarities of all these things. And I'm going to share something new that really caused me to go dig into this. John 8, I am the light of the world. You imagine, this is Bob Proctor. Some of you know, he passed away this year, but it's so cool. He goes, when you imagine something, you are literally taking the spirit or the anointing within you and creating it with your mind. You are literally creating the images in your mind. When you use your imagination, you're using the energy flowing through you, the FOSS, I am, when you see yourself, this is who I already am, is the FOSS, the, 
the light energy of the world, the light energy, everything that is, is made out of something you can't see, is scripture. And it says you're literally taking the energy or light, the light atoms flowing through you, and those images become into material existence. Very cool. I shared with you, you know, um, uh, Dispenza about his blog on prayer. You can go look at that. But this is really interesting. People believe we have to drag our body through space and time to get what we want. Or you could go within where it says, lay hold of anything. I am this. And the means, the materialization will come. He, that's not what he's saying. He's saying in other words, but he's, he's literally quoting scripture or interpreting scripture correctly. It says, people have to believe people believe we have to drag our body through space and time to get what we want that is the lie of separation matter trying to change matter energy and matter are equal matter pushing on matter is slow it's hard it takes forever you wonder why your prayers are never getting answered the truth is everything that is matter is surrounded by a quantum field of love god it's made out of the god particle which is light you can learn to create from the field go within what you do within in the narrative about prayer with jesus everything will be or it'll become to you believe you have received it and it will be to you it'll be i am to you is literally the translation i showed you that when you get a picture of what you desire in your mind that would be your imagination you're taking your eyes off the physical realm and maintain the emotion as if you already have it past tense lambano believe you've already received it so you're you're experiencing life as if you already have that knowing that it's going to happen Mention that if you already have it independent of any situation, fact, or time, you are a transducer. Yes, this is Genesis 1, <laughs> the heavens and the earth. It literally says, uh, it literally says, Bereshit uh, bara Elohim. In the beginning, Elohims were created. A left off, the strength of God is in the two covenants. First, the physical seed that gives you the life of the from your mother's womb. The second one is the life of God himself within, and you get a revelation of who you are, your oneness with God. The heavens... And the earth, it's, there's a vav, a left top in the middle there. And literally that vav is man or the connector. And it says the spiritual realm is connected to the physical realm in man. We're the temple. We're the ones that connect the spiritual and the physical. And that's exactly what he's saying here, just through, through a scientific lens. When you get a picture of what you desire in your mind and maintain the emotion as you already have it, basically you're just experiencing it. I am this already. Independent of any situation, you're a transducer. You collapse space and time. There's no time in the kingdom. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. You're literally just rearranging the light atoms. The event is drawn to you. You don't have to go get anywhere to, you don't have to go anywhere to get it. And if you want to go look that up, just go Google Joe Dispenza interview with Inspire Nation. It's so good, guys. So good. So good. Um, Dr. Braden, the medicineless hospital. This is cool. What are they doing there? What it, he first, if you go search for this on, on YouTube, he firstly talks about, um, Human body responds to belief. That's what he says. The field rearranges the, the physical or the spirit rearranges the physical. They didn't think about cancer or rebuking the boogeyman or anything like that, guys. They realized that, hey, this is one this is one possibility in life that this lady's got cancer. Another possibility is we, where we place our attention or what we picture within literally rearranges the light atoms and brings that new person, that lady. The, the physical simply mirrors what you do with your heart and mind. So he, it's pretty interesting what he says. They knew the language of prayer. They knew that the physical absolutely conforms to what they're creating with their hearts and minds. So where they're basically, guys, all I want you to do is this. When you see things how you would like them to be, you are releasing the kingdom of God, the power of God, and it's literally bringing that into physical existence. Keep your focus on I already have it, independent of, of the facts. That's literally all it is. 
And there's no power in the world that can keep you from getting there. Now, basically, I am the light of the world. The nature of God that will be forever and ever is I am that I am. How you perceive yourself, you will become. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. All these different things. Now, I want to read this to you. And uh, it's pretty interesting. My friend Brad turned me on to this, but it's it's uh, uh, Christians Relax. It's called The Autobiography of a Yogi. And yogi just, it, it's interesting. It just means he's mastered yoga. And I'm not telling you to go master yoga. But it really is interesting that there's a couple chapters in here that um, I think I've only read a couple of the chapters. But it's fascinating that they've done this, guys, for thousands and thousands of years. And yoga just means the uniter of this. They They, they basically say that everything that you see physically is just an illusion. It's really that everything's made out of light and that you can rearrange the light and create a new uh, um, uh, a new physical existence. And so don't get all nervous. You know, people are like, oh, it's of the devil. Like, no, guys, there's only one trait. There's only one truth. They just happen to call it something different. Now, I think this is really interesting. And this is where I got the title of this. <laughs> this is so good. He's talking about... Um, <clears throat> The death of matter has been the birth of an atomic age. And he's talking about Einstein. Energy equals mass times the speed of light squared. Says light velocity is a mathematical standard, not because there's an absolute value, meaning it, it stops at this, but because no material body whose mass is, increases with its velocity can ever attain the velocity of light. Basically, because when you go that fast, you become more energy than mass. You, you literally become spirit. Stated another way, only a material body whose mass is infinite, energy divided by mass would equal light, squared, could equal the velocity of light. This conception brings us to the law of miracles. The masters who are, were able to materialize and dematerialize their bodies or any object and move with the velocity of light. Dispenza would call this, um, <clears throat> you become more, more energy, more spirit than physical. When you relax your... When you go into prayer, guys, when you're not trying to force it with your external strength, you've taken your eyes off your senses. What you do within, the whole world will see, or it'll become to you. Believe you, whatever you've personally decided you are, Lambano, it will be I am to you. It'll, it'll be to you. It'll become. You'll realize that you're really using the strength and power of God within. So the masters were able to materialize and dematerialize their bodies or any object and move at the velocity of light. They utilize the creative light rays and bring in into instant visibility and physical manifestation, having fulfilled the necessary Einsteinian conditions. Their mass is infinite. They calm their physical, physical mind and body and focused on the desire within, realizing that is the strength of God and is rearranging the light, light uh, particles and creating a different physical matter. It's exactly what all these other guys are saying, right? This consciousness is perfected, <clears throat> and it says, he who knows himself as the omnipotent spirit, and he capitalizes spirit, is subject no longer to the rigidities of body and time and space. Exactly what this is saying, guys. They're one, when you realize your oneness with God and the credibility of God within you, and there was light, Genesis 1-3, God's first command to his ordered creation. On the beams of this immaterial medium occur all divine manifestation. <clears throat> When he said this, when he says, and let there be light, it brought into being the only atomic reality, which is light. I am the light of the world. I am how you perceive things, guys. The nature of God that will be for and ever and ever, the unchanging God, is the light or the phos, the photons of orderly creation, the world's cosmos, or the orderly creation. It's really a fascinating thing. Now, 
this is really pretty cool. So he then he starts quoting uh, Dr. L.T. Trolland of Harvard that he says, um, optical images are based on the same idea. The retina is so great that a visual sensation can be produced by relatively few quanta of the right kind of light. <clears throat> Divine knowledge of light, of light phenomena, you can instantly project into perceptible manifestation of the ubiquitous light atoms. The actual form of the projection, whether it be a tree, medicine, a human body, is in conformance with the powers of will and visualization. That's <laughs> so good. That's so good. And it says, in man's dream consciousness, or when you when you calm yourself down, guys, into that drowsy state, as I've taught, whatever you see or whatever you say to yourself, realize that is you taking the creative ability of God and bringing it into physical creation. That's you. So here's, it's so interesting. And he says, uh, he says, um, when you are free and unconditioned consciousness, meaning like, you know what, any possibility exists. So I'm not basing my idea on the five physical senses. This is known to all men in the phenomena of dreams. <clears throat> the master has forged a never severed link of, between God and himself and employs the, this is the, this is the everything guys. And he employs the creative will bestowed on him by the creator. You literally rearrange the light atoms of the universe to satisfy any sincere prayer. For this purpose, man and creation were made, that they should rise up and master and know they have dominions, dominion over the cosmos. I am the light of the cosmos, is literally what John 8, 12 says. I am is the phosphorus, the photons, the packets of energy of light that, that creates the orderly world. And then he quotes God, and he quotes the scriptures again. Quote, and God said, let us make man in our image, in our imagination, after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth on the earth. And he's talking about the atomic ages are all based on the electromagnetic phenomena of light. I am is the light. It rearranges the cosmos, the orderly creation, guys. When you go within, when you imagine something, I am already this, where you've entered into the desire, not please, God, can I have $100,000? I'm just using that as an example. Every time when we're on the, the fellowships and I go, what if you already had it? Here's what they always do. Oh, man, they rest. Hello, that's the rest of creation, guys, where you, you just, you see yourself already having it. You're enjoying it as if it's real. So you see the world and this is who I am now. I already have this. I've lambanoed. I've this, the, it's, it's not from an inferior asking a superior, like, oh, please, God, can I have this? The emphasis is on your assertiveness. This is who I am. Anything I lambano, anything I say I am, it becomes or I ams to me. That's literally, I just read it to you. When you lambano, when you aggressively, assertively go, this is, this is the business I have. This is the health I already have. This is the family I already have. This is the joy I already have. This is the $100,000 I already possess. And you see yourself already enjoying it. It will be I am to you. The means, guys, the way to comes to you in ways we know not how. It literally says that. You are literally employing the creative will. To, this is so interesting, guys, that this is a yogi. Um, employing the creative will bestowed on him by your creator. You are literally rearranging the light atoms of the universe to satisfy any sincere prayer. For this purpose, man and creation were made, that you should rise up as master, knowing your dominion over the creation. And he says, again, check this out. You, you, the conception of the law of miracles, and I don't want to even see a miracle because this is just your ability. We're all intrigued by it, guys. You know why we're all intrigued by it? Because we we came from God himself, from eternal oneness, 
and we dispersed ourselves into the many body, body of the anointing of Christ. We are the body is what it says. The dispersia, you know, in the, in the imagery in the Old Testament, dispersion is not literally dispersion of Israel. What it's talking about, the spiritual implication is God's dispersed himself into all of us. And we return to oneness when we lay down the skin suit. So you are able, you and I guys are able to materialize and, and dematerialize your bodies or any object when you move at the velocity of light. Dispense with, so when you meditate, when you calm your body and mind down, and I've shown you how to do that, it's really easy. You can count down, you can breathe. What I want you to get is when you imagine something, you're literally taking the spirit, the light, light packets of the world, which is God, and rearranging them into the physical things. When you see things how you want them to be, and you aggressively go, this is who I am. Not trying to be, oh, please, God, if I'm worthy. You're all worthy, guys. You're the creation of God. It is, I am this. And there's not anything in the world that can do this, because literally what your imagination is doing, guys, rearranging the photons to satisfy your desire in prayer. So hopefully that helps, guys. We'll uh, we'll talk about this tonight at um, House Fellowship. And uh, uh, we'll also talk about this tomorrow at 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. Mountain at the online fellowships for you different around the world. And uh, that's at freedomministries.live. It, it'll take you there. And if you need a pastor, the pastor is just freedom, lowercase. And uh, we do that at 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. Mountain, which is noon and 8 p.m. Eastern, if some of you guys want to look it up. People always ask me, uh, what time is that in whatever? Guys, have you ever heard of Google? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. I don't know all your time zones. And so just look it up. Go, what time is 10 a.m. Mountain where I live? And it'll show you. This is so easy. So hope that helps you guys. God bless.